So, um, no, so if you get into like their second, Audio Slaves, like second and third album. There's three? Yeah. Jesus. And they get really, they kind of do kind of create, not necessarily their own sound, but Audio Slaves totally uh, separate from like the Rage sound. It's more of like the 70s, like blues groove rock. I mean, did, you, know what did I mean? you hear the last Rage Against the Machine <gasps> album? I heard some of the some of it, and I did not like. Well, what do you mean? Like from like the early two thousands, the one that they put out after Battle for Los Angeles. No, I think Renegades was a covers album. That was a covers album, and that's when I totally checked out. All right, maybe it was Battle for Los Angeles. I thought it just sounded so phoned in, and like they didn't try. Yeah, I don't. Rem- and that's what I felt like I don't- with Audio Slave. I don't remember really liking the Battle of Los Angeles. And that's back when I did like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, when they did the uh, the covers album, I just totally checked out. And I didn't get into Audio Slave until, like, they were broken up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did, like, a Chris Cornell deep dive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, like, like they do, like, on their second and third, third album, they really, because Chris Cornell, like, I think Cornell was writing a lot of the music. You know what I mean? Um so he kind of just the did the first his own. record sounds like a leftover Rage Against the Machine, yeah, stuff and Chris Cornell just singing sang on, on top it. of it, yeah. Um, and then they became an actual, band and then they did their that. own entity, yeah. beyond that, yeah, definitely. Um, I felt Velvet Revolver was trying to latch on some kind of like current relevancy, is if that's a word. I don't know, like how current would that have been in two thousand three. I don't know. Like, that really, like, that, like, uh, uh, Cock Rock wasn't really big, I don't think, in 03. No. I just think it was it was a chance for Slash and I- Izzy to fucking rock no, out together. No, Izzy wasn't part of it. It was uh, Slash, Duff, and um, uh, the drummer, what the fuck? It wasn't Steve Adler. It was the guy after him. Oh, really? The guy who was in Guns N' Roses, like, right. beyond that. Well, I know it was all Matt members Storm. of... Guns N' Roses at one time or another. And the other and guitar player Island. was like a a dude who just kind of pro guy who just All right. hopped bands. So anyway, but I just, I also, I fucking, I don't know. I think it was like, uh, it was a really good Slash record. And it's like, I think the only record I like Scott Weiland on. <laughs> I will say, so. if Axl Rose did sing on that instead, it, it would have been, 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 gr- been a decent. It would have been a pretty good GNR record. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It would have. It would have made up for Chinese Democracy. Oh, wicked! Oh, that's. Have you listened to that one? Not the whole thing. That's the thing. It's so no. long. I've listened to songs. I'll send it to and you as nope. another wicked long. No, album. I, I, I will say no. <laughs> Because I've listened to enough. Because here's the thing: there's, I was there's moments. I was curious. I was curious because you had like the list of names on there, right? Yeah. Like all the guest musicians, and then you listen to it, and it's just so overproduced that it doesn't matter who your guest musician was; it all sounds the same. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why you could have just like had a studio musician do this shit because you just overproduced the shit out of it anyway. What the fuck? <laughs> like what? What? Just what? I got nothing else. Ah, oh, fuck! You send that to me, and that will be the end of this podcast. <laughs> that will be how this podcast ends. Oh, it will be you. Well, s- I'll keep that in mind. That's how I know that you don't won't want to do it anymore. 
You'll send me. It doesn't even matter what the topic is. You'll just send me Chinese democracy. Be like, oh, Scrummy's out. You want to hear a funny story about Chinese democracy? All right. Before that, can we just say welcome to high risk maneuvers? High risk maneuvers. This is a bonus episode. Sleazy. No, this is going out before no, season two. This is going out tomorrow. Oh, okay. This is going out on like June thirtieth. Oh, I'll Sleazen, let all of our fan know. Sleazy two comes out. Uh, the first episode next Wednesday, so like July 7th, 6th, something like that. 6th. 6th. July 6th. Yeah. Episode 1, Sleezing 2. Sleezing 2. Anyway. Uh, all right, so your Chinese democracy story. So, you know the story of Chinese democracy that Axel had just been like, Talking about it for years. For years. like over a decade. And it was the <laughs> album title was picked like this is what it's going to be. And I want to say in 2003, I read in Rolling Stone that uh, Dexter Holland from The Offspring. Yeah. He was he was saying how funny it would be if they put out an album called Chinese Democracy first. Because that, did they? Because no. Oh, they never did. Okay. Because I checked out of the Offspring in like oh, like two thousand. No, think. their whole point was like this album's really never going to come out, so we're just going to put. We're out just going to take the the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. always thought that was funny. It would have been funnier if they actually did it. Right. Yeah. But Dexter's not actually punk rock. He's not. I don't know shit about him. Not me neither. <laughs> I do enjoy like their first few records though, like a lot. Totally. Like up actually up through X N A on the Ombre. And then Americana was kind of... Dude, I want to go listen to Smash right now. That's a really good album. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just high that, for that. And like, now. Ignite. Like, uh, I think that was... Ignition, yeah. yeah. That, I, I still will put on, like, a couple times a year. And, like, it still jacks me up. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> I feel like I'm 15. I believe that they were, he was the one who discovered AFI. Uh, well, they were big fans of AFI. I don't know if he discovered them. I think he like gave it them the boost. Definitely helped them, but that was back when like AFI was, was like a hardcore punk band. Awesome. Yeah. If the Misfits were awesome. Uh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I like the Misfits. I love the Misfits. Yeah. But you know what I mean. If they were like more hardcore. <laughs> if if they were fucking solid, and they were a hardcore band. Right. That's what AFI is. Well, me. that's AFI wanted to be the Misfits. Done. So like, and actually, he did a side project with the like the former members of the Misfits, uh, or some of them. But like the like the original Misfits, not like the uh, not the Michael Graves whatever. Shit. Yeah, which I think only had what one other two albums. Well, I know, but it was like Michael Graves and like Jerry only. It was Michael Graves, Jerry only, Doyle. Yeah, and then Doyle. the drummer was Doctor Chud. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I don't care. I like those albums. <laughs> They're not bad. I would like them more if they weren't called the Misfits. I think, but whatever, it's fine. I I would like it more if uh, Michael, Michael Graves, Graves wasn't a piece of shit. Didn't turn out to be a huge piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, and Benji went to see <sighs> Michael Graves. He played at the Hogs Trop. Okay. And there was ten people there. Could nobody knows who he is. There were people think... there with their records to get signed. Ten, ten. All right, so ten people were there. Yeah, there was. It was a. Bust. Does that include you and Benji? Yes. Awesome. And we <laughs> sat at the bar. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he played for like 
two hours. Was it just him or did he have a band? He had a band, but they were all dressed up as like misfits dudes and he had like a misfits banner. And <laughs> what did he say would, like graves? <laughs> he had a graves one in the misfits logo, but he totally had like misfits skull shit. Okay. All fiends all over the place. <sighs> Hadn't been in the band probably in at least ten years at that point. Right, right, right. And, Is he uh, just doing Misfits covers? He did a lot of Misfits covers, and then he did covers. Oh, like, just other bands? Yeah, he yeah. did like uh, Black Number One by Typo Negative okay. and shit. It was really weird. I like that song. Sure, but... and he did it fine. Yeah. But <laughs> it was just weird. So just other like, quote, dark music, I guess. I guess. Yeah, whatever. But it was, Lame. it was, yeah, it was dumb. All right, so... um. So uh, you this wanna, episode... You want to get into why we're doing a bonus episode? I, why don't you? you Because it, it was your idea. Uh, to do the episode? No. Well, that too. It was your idea to go with me to go see the movie. Well, you brought up the movie. Because it's fucking G. All right. right. So uh, you're going to hear this way before episode seven, probably. Uh, but in episode seven of Sleezing 2, uh, we spent like the first eight minutes talking about the G.I. Joe movie from 1987 <laughs> and how it was being released in the theaters for the first time ever uh, on like June 23rd. And yeah, so uh, Scrimmy met me at the theater and we went and saw it. And now we're going to talk about it. <laughs> the 1987 G.I. Joe movie cartoon. Fucking awesome. And okay, so I was looking up. I could not find a band called Nemesis Enforcer, nor could I find that a band has ever been called Nemesis Enforcer. So guess what? <laughs> so either nobody's done it because nobody's done it, or nobody's done it because Hasbro like trademarked that shit, and nobody's allowed to name themselves Nemesis Enforcer. But I don't care. I think we're going to do a metal band and call it Nemesis Enforcer. And we're going to get fucking, um, who's that chick? Uh, you had me listen to her. Faster than the speed of. Oh, bon Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. We're going to get Bonnie Tyler to sing on it. Oh, my God. It's going to be Nemesis Enforcer featuring Bonnie Tyler because oh. she needs a metal album. She does. She does. She She's so bad. Album. She needs one. She's still performing. So I think. Well, that's something I'm going to keep my eyes out I on think we're going to do that. Go see. We should go see uh, Bonnie Tyler. If she does a tour. And we can talk about that. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. That would be fucking... If she does a tour, though, like, seriously, we got to, like, come up with a few songs at least, and then we have to email her people. Be like, hey, when you're coming to the oh, States, yeah. like, we... What does it cost to it? Like, even just to we'll do, do a GoFundMe to get e e Bonnie yeah. Tyler in the studio. Even if it's just to do one song, like we need a Bonnie Tyler metal album. All right, Nemesis Enforcer song, whatever. Yeah, Nemesis Enforcer. Unless Hasbro has like trademarked that shit, then I don't know. it will be Nemesis Enforcer AD. AD. One eighty two. Nah, just AD. How come nobody does BC Inc. Can we be, yeah, we'll be Nemesis Enforcer, Inc. <laughs> there we go. It'll be great. I mean, Nemesis Enforcer 2. No, that's lame. Let us know what you think in the comments. <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> yeah, feel free to email us. It'll be great. <laughs> so this episode clearly is, is about G.I. Joe, the, the animated movie, movie from 1987. Awesome. Is it really 
I thought it was 89. It was 87. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. Damn right. <laughs> I'm the one who pre-bought tickets. So. Because <laughs> I was afraid it was going to sell out. And including Six us, there was 10. No, ten? In, including the three of us, there was 10. Because uh, my comedy buddy, Mike Millett, he met us there too. So including the three of us, there was 10 people there. I counted. And I know for a fact, Michael was, he was the youngest person in that theater. <laughs> He's 31. Oh, he was uh, he was also super baked. I could tell, but yeah, he was laughing so loud from I wanted to lean over like shut the fuck up, dude. Like oh, everybody in the place was laughing. Oh, it was so thing. good. Oh, it was so good. Oh. Because it is very 1987. So if you are of my age or like in your 40s, uh it's very much nostalgia cuz chances are very good you grew up with the Saturday morning cartoons. And there's a pretty good chance you saw the uh, G.I. Joe movie on VHS, like I did. I saw it apparently enough that all, and I hadn't seen it in probably 30 years. I've never seen it available to purchase. I was, I oh, only yeah? remember being able to rent it. Okay. No, we had it. Like, we owned it. I watched you it did all the it? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, all right, that's fair. Yeah. Because I feel like there was plenty of shit. That ended up that way, like just kind of lost. Yeah. Um, well, because that was the thing, like to buy, like back in the late '80s and early '90s, like buying VH, like it wasn't cheap. Dude, that's why get rentals. Them in the '80s, like that's why they rental were like hundred bucks. Yeah, that's why rental stores existed. Because remember, I don't know if you've no ever gone to shit. a porn store before. Ah, uh, a few times. Well, back in the day, you had to buy porn movies. Oh, you would watch. rent them. Or you could rent them, but if yeah. you bought them, yeah. they were like $300. Oh, back in the 80s? Yeah. No fucking way. On VHS? No way. It was like, Come on. I swear, it was hundreds of dollars to like buy <sighs> saw, like real copies of porn. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yep. Porn, we, and and, to, and to buy, like, I mean, even and like to buy a movie was really expensive because it was a new format. Well, I know it was expensive. Now, to rent, to, uh, I used to go to this movie theater that was a slash huge movie rental place in okay. Colonia, yeah, the yeah. Colonial. And oh, I got, like I made friends now. with the people that worked there because I was there every day renting four or five movies every single day. Yeah. Because it was like a dollar. Right, 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 right. And uh, I made friends with them, and they were telling me at point about how much it costs to get rental versions. They're different. What do you mean? They're meant to be played a bunch of times. Way more times. You buy one, you know, you might watch it maybe twenty times at the most in your lifetime. Okay. You know what I mean? And you're renting these, so they're meant to be played like a thousand times. Oh, okay. So and like they cost shitloads of money. The tape's more durable or whatever. Yeah, and the Disney movies cost mega dollars per copy. So like yeah, I got a count on those getting rented. Like, I'm like, you guys have 60 copies of Flubber. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Why? And they're like, they fly every right. single fucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, no, I remember like on like a new release, like Fridays, that was new release day, right? So if you got to the movie theater at, or at the video place at six o'clock, all of the new releases were already rented out. Yeah. It was just a, a wall of just the... uh because the way that at least my place used to do it, and a lot of places I think did this, they would have the cover of the uh, movie, and then they would have the like 
the rental box, like behind the cover. Mm-hmm. That's how you knew if it was there or not. So it would just be like the new release wall would just be boxes of the mm-hmm. movies and nothing yeah. behind them. It was a place I knew <laughs> the first place uh, that I we ever rented movies from. They used to just put a rubber band around the box. Uh, meant that like it was rented. when it was out. Yeah. Yeah. Good story. So you walk in, you see a wall of rubber bands. Yep. And then you go over and just rent your favorite movie again. Yep. Whatever it was at the time. Yeah. What's up, 80s and 90s kids? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You'll never to... know the real pain. Back to G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah we were talking about G.I. Joe the movie. And uh, You so, go first. Well, no, it was just, it was a trip because uh, it was like, I had watched it probably a hundred times because like. I remembered almost every scene in that fucking movie. Same. Like, I was like, yep, yep, I remember all this. Yep. Okay. Oh, shit, that's wicked sexist when you look back on it. <laughs> like, holy shit. So I, <laughs> There's can, a few scenes that are definitely right, not. Can I, I, I wrote a, I had a couple of yeah, uh, talking just points. Get into it. Let's um, do it. My first one <laughs> is obviously about Falcon. The brother? The brother. Yeah. A fucking sexual predator. Oh, wicked bad. A misogynist sexual predator. Predator. Like, wow. Predator. Like, what, what the, one of the first scenes with him is he's bringing some, like, hot blonde, sneaking around the property and getting right. her in and talking like he's some hot shit and, yep. like, showing her around. like Just saying what you got to say to get in the pants. Yeah, yeah. And he gets <laughs> totally fucking busted for it. And they kick the girl out. And then... Immediately turns around and starts hitting on the other woman that is in the room, and in the end, slaps her in the ass. Right, and when she goes, "Hey," oh, what does he say? He responds, "Oh, did it hurt? You need me to kiss it, make yeah, it better. You need me to kiss it, make it better. Or do you want me to kiss it, and make it better?" Oh. And as he says it, he pulls her in close, and you can tell her face and hands like she's trying to push away. Yeah, and he's just like, like, like bear hugs her in. It's like you. Wow. Wow. No wonder every dude my age and in their 40s is like a little toxic, at least a little bit. Like, this is the shit we watched when we were six. Like, what the fuck did you expect? Crazy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it is a little intense. Because he's the hero. That's the thing. He's the hero. At the end of the movie, he gets that girl. They kiss. You're totally right. He's the and hero. it doesn't make any sense why they would kiss because there's no tension between them the whole fucking movie. Nothing. Well, I mean, there's that. And, and well, Other than, like, he tried to rape her. And we know that, like, they did go on a date previously. Like, that was mentioned. Right. And, like, but, yeah, so, like, uh, it's just one of those things, like, it's like, oh, cool, you just be a dick and you get the girl. Oh. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> that message was drilled into every little kid's mind. For Strike such, one. For such a long period of time. I mean, like I said, me watching it now, it's a nostalgia trip, and I know the uh, the not good moments when I see them. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, anyway. That was probably the cringiest part. That was definitely. That one, was, I think I said 20, out loud, like, right. cringe. <laughs> I think, like, Christ and again, we're going by 2022 standards here. Okay, so yeah, in hindsight, that's definitely the cringiest part. In 1987, there was clearly no issue with that at all, apparently. None. So, no. but yeah, 2022 does not fly. So, anyway, what's my, your next? My second is a comparison that I just find humorous. Okay. 
Cobra Commander is Donald Trump. <sighs> or is he's Donald a Trump? greasy coward <laughs> who will make shit up and throw anybody under the bus for his own like gain. Well, uh, all right, like he's I'm not, not gonna really say on anybody's side but his own. Here you go. I'm not gonna say you're wrong, but you could also say that about the majority of all politicians. <laughs> Sure. You know what I mean? But like specifically, like particularly greasy. Uh, yeah, I guess. Starscream and Transformers is the same. He's yeah. always trying to undermine everybody. Else. Right, 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 That's right. on his side. Right, 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 right. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you think he deserved what he got in the end? Because I think you're supposed <sighs> to feel bad for him. Um... What Galobulus turns him into a... Yeah, when he transforms him into just a giant oh, So snake. there's another thing I was like... We, we can talk about this, too. Okay. But there was another thing. Remember all of these weird squishy bugs they used as weapons? Right, right, right. That that was just like like they were throwing weird whoopee cushions. Yeah, well, their whole thing, like, if you were paying attention... I guess I didn't pick up on this shit when I was a kid. But like their whole civilization is all like organic. No, it's I all or that. like organism based and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, that's why I like those airplanes and the certain guns. They shoot. Coming. They shoot semen, <laughs> and then it's like white globs. <laughs> that's what the Which guns got sound the like. Entire oh, theater, we're all laughing, losing their oh, fucking minds. All ten of us, minds uh, in the gutter. I want to say Mike was. Oh, Mike. Was yeah, different? yeah, yeah. He started the biggest laugh. Oh, he that was, was it was ridiculous. As soon as yep. he started laughing, the whole place went nuts. Well, so like that well, night, all ten of us. Yeah, all ten nuts. of us. Well, like after the movie, uh, he and I went and did comedy, sort of like at the you know the bar room area, uh, just talking about it for like all night, <laughs> just talking to dude. We went, we went and watched GI Joe the movie. Dude, check this out. Like, there was a bunch of people who were like, wait. They made a movie? Yeah, 1987. It's a cartoon. It's fucking awesome. Except for, like, there's a couple of, like, you know, toxic masculinity scenes. But other than that, it's awesome. Dude, you know what I've started doing at my house? What? Um, Serpento. Serpentor? Uh, I, I did forget about this until, like, he said it the first time. But now when I tell my kids to do something... After I tell him to do something, I say, this I command. Because <laughs> he always says that after he gives a command. Do you know what oh, he also so says a lot? This I command. What? I think, and you and I will not be participating, but if anybody okay. else <laughs> likes to drink, uh -oh. I propose a drinking game Okay. from this movie. Every time somebody says, Energy broadcast transmitter, you have to drink. Or um, the BET. No, it's the broadcast energy, energy transmitter. transmitter. Yeah, or BET. They say the whole thing so many so times. So many times. And then broadcast say, energy transmitter. And then what's great is I don't think um, BET, like the TV network, was out yet. I, I don't, don't know when. Was. I don't know when that premiered. Uh, but yeah, so like I, that's all I could think of when I'm watching this is like BET, <laughs> like because they just keep saying BET. Yeah. And Serpentor keeps saying broadcast energy transmitter. Destroy everything except the broadcast energy transmitter. <laughs> this I command. This I command. Oh, it's so good. Ah, uh, dude. So uh, I was I Gobulus's voice, right? I was I was like, ah, oh, who is that? Yeah, it sounds same. so familiar. Burgess Meredith. 
Who is Burgess Meredith? Uh, Mickey and Rocky. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, like I the, got you. The great-grandfather yeah. and grumpy and grumpier old man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he, uh, Penguin from, like, the original Batman show. Yeah, he played Penguin. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love Burgess Meredith. Who? What is it? He was also in. Uh, I have bat shark repellent. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's from the movie. <laughs> that's, that's so good. That's the Adam West Batman movie. It's fantastic. He's hanging. He's on the helicopter. Uh, no, uh, the rope is oh, hanging from the helicopter. They, they want to drown him. And and no, um, they they dip down. I think they intend. No, this is like he gets out of that, and like Robin is rescuing him. And he's pulling him out of the ocean, but a shark jumps up and like attaches onto leg. like yeah, like swallows his leg and is just hanging on. So he goes to the bat belt and he gets uh, shark repellent and he <laughs> sprays it on the shark and he just lets go and falls back. Yeah, into you the just ocean. see this thing fall, fall into the water. <laughs> oh, it's oh, the 1960s at its finest. Oh, it's, I watched, I rented that one a lot too. Other than uh, oh, see, so what was awesome about my grandmother? Is on my dad's side, my Grammy. Uh, she had one of those like free cable things, and then whatever. So she would just like uh, VHS record shit off the uh, TV. So like, yeah, the Batman movie. We had every single episode of Fraggle Rock. Hell yeah! On two VHS tapes that then one of my dad's ex girlfriends took when they broke up. So that was sad. I had a babysitter. <laughs> Uh, that I only got babysat like during the week. Okay. They had cable. <laughs> it was after oh, school. right, right, right. But okay. they had cable. Yeah. So what they would do is record me my Saturday morning cartoons that I wanted. And, and then, then they would give me the yeah yeah so I got to watch Transformers yeah and the new Ghost uh, Ghostbusters Ghostbusters I was a huge Ghostbusters Not fan the one based off the movie. Okay. The other Ghostbusters. I don't know if I know that one. It has nothing to do with the other one. That's because, so when the cartoon of the one based off of the movie came out, it was called right. The Real Ghostbusters. Oh. There was another one. Called Ghostbusters. Called Ghostbusters. <sighs> and it was this whole different thing with a car that had a face on it that would talk. And like they were, I, I can't remember the whole thing. It was really like that very, very Hanna-Barbera-y, like Scooby-Dooey. Right. Yeah, kind, yeah, of, yeah. kind of that almost sounds familiar. Yeah, but look it up. It's it's because I did watch, but I know you're. And they like had a, few a toy line and everything me, so. too. Yeah, that's crazy. But no, now that you mentioned, I do recall it was called the Real Ghostbusters. But that's the one that I definitely fucking totally. loved I when it. I was and a kid. Slimer yeah. was their Slimer. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember that. So that was my introduction to the Ghostbusters was the cartoon. Because I'm, I watched the movie. I'm like six years younger than you, so. When I did watch the movie, I think I was born the year the movie came out. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Or something like that. That opening scene scared the piss out of me. Well, that's the thing. Kid. is because I was such a fan of the cartoon, like the Saturday morning cartoon, um, my parents rented the movie for me to watch when I was way too fucking young to watch that movie. <laughs> I understand And I on. remember being scared and then laughing, but then like I remember being terrified at the end of the movie, like when the, like the the city streets open up and swallows them. I was like they they died. I was like crying in the living room. Oh, and then you see him I was like 6 years old, but like a 6-year-old should not be watching the Ghostbusters movie. Like it's not the cartoon, yeah, absolutely. But not the fucking movie. <laughs> like, 
Jesus. But yeah, so like Ghost anyway, Slimer was their friend on the in, cartoon. In the cartoon, yeah, yeah, Do you, yeah. Did you ever watch the Beetlejuice cartoon? Fuck yeah, I did. So that was another one that was... Not as much, because I think that was on Nickelodeon. No, it was it was Saturday morning cartoon. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lydia and Beetlejuice Yeah, no, I did. I remember, because that was another the one. show. They're cahoots, yeah. but they're totally not in the movie. That was another one that they rented the movie when I was too young to watch it. And I was like, yeah, Beetlejuice scared the shit out of me. But the cartoon was awesome. Yeah, the movie is great. And I mean, yeah, and I like now I love that fucking movie. I still laugh every time he goes honk honk. <laughs> nice fucking model. Honk honk. Yeah. Oh, he's grabbing his crotch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is, uh, uh, Michael Keaton. He's such a good um, improv actor. Like he improvs <laughs> so well, and he could keep. Uh, he's actually a really great actor. He's done some questionable roles and been in some shitty movies. Yeah, but he's a great fucking Mr. Mom. He's a great fucking actor. Oh my god! All right. Uh, back so, to, but, all right. What else did you have? For did you have any? That, other those talking? were the notes. That, that was, was it. That was all I had. The cringy scene. The cringy and, scene. Uh, Cobra Commander and uh, the. Re- the drinking game based around oh. the broadcast energy transmitter, which this I command. Really, like it does not explain how it works at all. No, like it's so insane. I love how you could just throw half ideas and sell like behind a toy line and just fucking that's it. That's it. That's all you need. You need half-assed ideas. Uh, like really loud characters, they have to be loud in it one wasn't way or another. Half as racist as I thought it was gonna be. No, like that was. I remember, like, not like I was going in it anticipating it, but I was like, "This is an old one," and there's like stereotypes. Like there was definitely a couple. Well, there's always the stereotypes, even on the white side. Yeah. You know what I mean? You always have like the whatever uh, pros and cons. But yeah, you had like the basketball dude. That and then uh, the the um, Asian uh, ninja master lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, that's just like I don't know. That's but and but here you go. You know what? Now that they're making like in the twenty first century, they're making the live action GI Joe. Did movies. you watch them? I have seen them. They're, they're good. They're all right. I enjoyed yeah, them. They're they yeah action movies. Whatever. They're like thoughtless. You just watch them. Yeah, it's entertaining. And they're not as but long as the fucking Marvel movies. Here we go, though, is like because of uh, the 80s when they, they did like those, if you want to call it stereotypical uh, characters with the different races or whatever. Now that they're doing live action movie, that gives a wider swath and it opens it up to the minority actors yes. <laughs> to play those characters. So there you go. Boom. I, I definitely love that they had Roadblock in the movie. Like, he was not, like, a huge part of the movie. Did you remember Sergeant Slaughter was going to be in the movie? Um, y- You know that he's he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was him playing himself. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's not that. that buff. <laughs> oh, in real life? No, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's definitely not cut. They, another character that was on the TV show. I thought he was in the movie, but he wasn't. Was uh, Refrigerator Perry, the football player. Oh, really? Because he had a toy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was part of the G.I. Joes in the show, I want to say. For like a couple episodes yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would do like 
cross promotion. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. There was, I, I think I might even have it. Uh, there's a cross comic book series of them versus, it's G.I. Joe versus Transformers. Okay. Yeah. And I yeah, want to yeah. say G.I. Joe yeah. wins. Well, yeah, all you need is an EMP, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> B, B. The BET? BET. No, that turns it on. The uh, electromagnetic pulse, that just shuts down everything. <laughs> that's electrical. So yeah. that's all you need. That's got to be, I refuse to watch the Transformers movies. Ah, uh, the live action ones. It's like, hard to watch. The 1986 cartoon is fucking awesome. We should watch it again. We okay. need to watch that, and we got to find the, the old Masters of the Universe animated Oh, that movie. you were telling me about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. Or we could watch, as well, the Masters of the Universe live action. With that Dolph, I will totally watch. With Dolph Lundgren. It is so good. I've rented so that bad, it's more so times than any movie ever. Okay, I didn't, but I did rent it a lot <laughs> when I was a kid. Loved it. I rented it so much that my mom invested and bought a second VCR and just, just started taped taping it. movies. Yeah. And like we would fit three movies on every tape. And yeah, because they're six hours. Libraries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Libraries of movies. Just so. whatever. And she would just rent as many as you could of what the fuck ever. So we had all kinds of shit. Oh. Uh, good times. Good times. Good times. I think I still have my VH. S dubbed, I think it's like Willow, E.T., <laughs> and half of something else because Willow, uh, E.T. is really long. pretty long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Yep. That was my shit. Yep. Yeah, I used to watch, um, what was that, Total Recall a lot, and Running Man. Running, Running Man's Running one Man? of my favorite movies oh, of all time. Dude. Dude, we can totally do running. I, I have nothing we, bad you, to say about Running Man at all. We, we sh you know what we should do is we should do a a season where we just watch like uh, '80s movies. Okay. <laughs> or just weird fucking movies. All right, we'll do a movie. A movie watch season. Meet the Feebles. I have that. I know. I gave it to you. Did you? Yeah. Okay. When you moved, I gave it to you as a present. Interesting. Yeah. I forgot. It's all right. Why would you remember that? So weird. I think it was around when I gave you that clockwork orange shirt. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And you still have it. Probably. probably. I don't wear it. It doesn't fit me anymore. It'd probably fall apart. <laughs> it was a really old shirt if already. I, if I do have it, it's in like a drawer. That was a legit shirt. I bought it off a guy in a parking lot. Right, right, right. He was walking into the grocery store and, and I was like, it. hey. He bought it in 1971. Probably. <laughs> and I was like, can I buy that shirt off you? Like like, he was wearing it? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what? I'm like, I'm serious. Like, I'll buy that, what, whatever you want. And he's like, if you're still out here, I'll think about it. And he totally went and did his grocery shopping, and we waited. And he came out, and he was like, I don't know, five bucks? <laughs> awesome. I, I bought a shirt off somebody at another show once, too, that was wearing it. It was a Wu-Tang Clan shirt. Okay. And I was like, yo, how much for your shirt? He's like, what? I'm like, I want to buy your shirt. He's like, I don't have another shirt. I'm like. I want to buy your shirt. I have some merch. I'll give you a t-shirt. And I bought his Wu-Tang shirt, and I think I gave him, like, it was either a meat sauce shirt or a Yankee cockfight shirt or something. Right, right. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. All right. Do we have anything else to add? Because this is just a bonus episode. Yeah, no. I mean, we're already running pretty high, I would imagine. We're at 35 minutes. That's not bad. It took us eight minutes to get into it, but that's fine. <laughs> it's just us. Whatever. It's bonus. It's bonus time. So, Sleezing 2, the Unpopular Opinion episodes, that's coming out 
next, next week. week. Um, Wednesday? Yeah, do you want to keep it as Wednesday? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, every other Wednesday. Fuck yeah. We have one more episode to record. Yeah. But so, we'll do that soon. And I think we're going to have to amend it. Why? Just because one of the links you sent me didn't work. Oh, yeah. No, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to look into here. that. All right. It's cool. fine. Or so wait, now we're done? I mean, we don't have to be. That's fine. Any we, we have to go write a metal song for Bonnie Tyler. For Bonnie Tyler. Fuck yeah, we do. All right. Um...